Hi, and welcome to the Health Locker Podcast. I am your host, Carrick Allenbrook, and if you have not done so yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now, on to today's conversation. Today we are going to be discussing the first part of the movement pillar, which is also the easiest to do, which is walking. Now, all you actually need is a pair of shoes, and that's about it. I'm also going to be telling you a little bit about a challenge that I signed up to at the beginning of the year and I'm now about 21 weeks into it and how it's actually going. So by now we all know that being active and movement are essential to living a healthy, happy life and the easiest way to start this off for most people is actually with walking. So nearly everybody has access to some shoes or some walking shoes and we can walk Um, And as long as you know where you are going, there are countless amazing areas and opportunities to enjoy both cities and nature. And you can do this literally starting from today. So what are some of the different benefits of walking? You may have heard of the 10,000 steps a day that most people quote as to what your goal should be. So where did this actually come from? And After doing a little bit of research, it actually came from a Japanese scientist who invented a pedometer back in 1965, and I'm going to mess this up, so I do apologize, but he called it uh, Manpo Kai, and this literally translates to 10,000 step meter. So this number is what they actually deemed to be an active lifestyle. So they constituted an active lifestyle with someone who walked 10,000 steps a day. This was actually an arbitrary made-up number. Now you think this may have come from many years of scientific research and insight, but as they just made this up, uh, there was an ad campaign attached to it and it just kind of rolled out from there. And over the years has become more and more popular and been adapted by more and more different organizations. So when we look at these 10,000 steps, it is actually uh, definitely all relative. So to an active athlete, someone who is very fit, who trains all the time, these 10,000 steps may be their morning activity. And someone who has a really sedentary lifestyle or is quite unfit, this may seem like a complete marathon or climbing Mount Everest. So you need to take it in the context of your life and where you are at the moment. So for example, The NHS in the UK actually recommends that you do about 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity each week, as well as two full body strength exercises each week. So this may actually be a better guide as you can decide what moderate means to you. But back to the benefits of walking. So the first and most um, essential benefit is that it is actually free. You don't need any expensive memberships, you don't need any fancy equipment, and it can be done at any time of the day. It really is an effective tool for weight loss, as it actually increases something that's called your basal metabolic rate. Now this is a fancy term, your your BMR, but essentially this is a measure of how much fuel your body needs to burn in order to keep your these unconscious, unconscious processes that happen throughout the day that you're not even aware of from happening. So increasing this basal metabolic rate, what this means is that your body will actually burn off more of your stores just to keep you going. So this actually can lead to your body using those fat stores for energy and actually aids to weight loss in this way. Also, the more you walk, 
the more you will also increase the strength and the efficiency of your muscles, most notably your leg muscles. And this also increases your basal metabolic rate, or that BMR we were speaking about. This also leads to weight loss, but it also does make your ability to burn that stored energy increase and helps with relaxation of those muscles as well. As these muscles start working, your blood sugar will also be regulated. Uh, as this starts being regulated better, it leads to positive effects on your blood glucose levels and also the blood flow to all parts of the body does start getting better and better as well. The more you use these muscles and as the body starts to burn or use more of its energy, you'll also need more oxygen for all these processes to happen. And as such, your breathing will increase and more, as more air goes into those lungs. Over time, you will use the lungs to their full extent and the body's ability to actually extract oxygen from the air and put it into the blood gets better and better. So it also has positive effects on your respiratory system as well. Now, if we're thinking about where you are walking, obviously we can walk in, in different cities or in nature. But walking in nature, the air that you breathe is obviously quite different from the maybe polluted city environment. But as you breathe in that air, there are also small particles in the air. Some of these can be bad, like the pollutants and things like that from car exhausts and fumes. There may be viruses and that kind of stuff as well. But there are also very many good bacteria and good particles in the air. If you're walking in nature, there is good bacteria that can actually enter your body through that air and it also helps to seed your microbiome. The microbiome is a very, very important part of your body, which we will be going into in a bit more depth in a future episode, but there's been a lot of study into how much bacteria and the diversity of that bacteria in your microbiome, which can help to be seeded by just walking in a na in nature or in a natural environment. When you might walk at a pace that is sort of slightly faster than a, a brisk stroll, your body actually anticipates damage that comes with prolonged exercise or prolonged activities, and this kicks it into gear and starts off producing its own set of chemicals that help in pain reduction. So your body can produce so many amazing chemicals that help you for, uh, in, in many different ways. This can be from, say, like growing new blood vessels. It may be rebuilding damaged muscles or reducing pain and make you feel amazing. Some of these types of molecules you may have heard before, but these can be endorphins, endocannabinoids. These are all your own, your body's own personal medication that it makes inside your body. So you don't have to rely on outside medications. But walking doesn't just have to have these physical benefits. Obviously, we have discussed quite a few already, but there also are many, many other physical benefits to the body. But it also can have Mental health benefits. Something that um, comes from another thing comes from Japan actually is forest bathing. So this has become a lot more popular now. But this, as I said, did start in Japan where they use it as a uh, this kind of act of walking in nature or specifically a forest. Uh, it does help to reduce stress and improves your mood. So nature has specific patterns in it called fractals. Fractals are uh, specific geometric shapes that are only found in nature. It may be the patterns on a leaf, the patterns in the bark of a tree, or those concentric rings as a tree has been cut down. But many, many different areas in nature have these fractals. And when humans look at them, they have a calming effect on our bodies and our minds. So 
Taking some time out each day to go for a walk also helps us clear our mind of any thoughts or worries that may be going round and round. Most often what you might find at the beginning of a walk, you may be focused on what's bothering you. But the longer you go, you will start to relax and be distracted by what's around you. Often you may even come up with great solutions to these problems that you may have that you wouldn't have thought about if you were sitting at a desk or just sitting worrying about it. So sometimes I personally like to leave my desk and go for a walk, whether that be in the woods or somewhere else, to completely switch off. And that's often when the best ideas actually come. So you may have heard about people who they say they claim to have their best ideas in the shower or out on a run or when they're doing exercise or when they're doing a task that is completely different from sitting down and thinking about the problem. This is because there is a special dedicated part of your brain that actually works for you even when you are not consciously thinking about that problem. And suddenly while you are switched off, while you are doing some completely different task, doing something different, it just seems to magically pop a solution into your head. So next time you are stuck on a problem or uh, stuck trying to get through something, why don't you try getting up and going out for a walk and actually just see what happens. So getting into the challenge that I signed up for, this was in uh, January 2020. Um, I've been subscribed to the Country Walking magazine for a couple of years and this is the second year that they have done their Walk 1000 Miles Challenge. So the idea is that you have over 12 months, starting from January 1st until the end of December, you have 12 months to walk a total of 1,000 miles. So this can be broken down or is broken down into an average of only 2.74 miles a day for 365 days. That ends up as 1,000 miles. To give you a bit more context, that is 83.3 miles a month or 19.3 miles a week. You obviously don't have to do 2.7 miles every single day. One day you might do a bit more and one day you might do a bit less. So talking about my own experience with this, I started off with great intentions back in, in January. Started off 2020 really well um, and was actually ahead of my specific target. But when lockdown hit and my routine changed, um, the length of my walks actually started getting a little bit shorter. So now as I record this episode, which is actually halfway through May 2020, I'm about 40 miles or so behind where I should be at this time. Now, with the, the challenge, when I signed up for it, uh, I got a uh, progress tracker in the mail. So each day, you record how many miles you walked that day. At the end of the week, you total it up. End of the month, you total it up. And you can see where, where you're going. So even with being about 40 miles behind, uh, I've walked over 310 miles this year. This is now over and above the normal exercise routine that I have, the normal exercise that I do. This is not including going for my running training. This is not including the exercise training that I do. This also doesn't include just walking to and from work, from my car, things like that. These are specific times that I've chosen to go for a walk instead of maybe watching TV or reading or doing something else. So it takes about just under an hour a day, depending on how fast you walk. But each of these days adds up over the 12 months to something truly amazing at the end. Now, yes, 
over the past month or so, I have fallen a little bit behind. But that has been because my usual routine has been shaken up quite a lot. But now that we are getting into the swing of things and that is starting to, to kind of pick up again. So the lesson here is that to not beat yourself up if things do go slightly awry, but to adapt and get back on track. So over the next few months, I just need to increase my distance by about a third of a mile each day. And I'll be back on track in no time. So it really is those daily, small, seemingly insignificant habits and rituals that when we, are, when we do them consistently over time, they do lead to stunning results. So that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it encourages you to get out and go for a walk today or this weekend. I know that we do have listeners here from the UK, from South Africa, from Mauritius and many other parts of the world. And I know that each place at the moment has a different lockdown kind of rule employed right now. So if you can get out, if you can go for exercise throughout the day, I would really encourage you to get out and give it a go each and every single day. If you want to follow my 1000 mile journey this year, you can follow me on Instagram at Kerrick underscore DC and see any updates that I might be doing and how I'm doing in the challenge. And let me know if you want to start your own walking journey. It's never too late to start a routine or a healthy habit. And if you would like help with it, please reach out and let me know how I can help you. That's it for today. Thank you and I hope you found today's episode helpful and it makes you think just a little differently. Like Rolf Waldo Emerson said, a mind, once stretched by a new idea, never returns to its original dimensions. I hope you got value from it and start to think about and make just one small change going forward. Hit that subscribe or follow button if you haven't already and if you did find value in today's episode, I would be so appreciative if you took just the 9 to 15 seconds that it would take to give this a 5 star rating and leave a review so that more people can find this podcast and receive value from it. Take a screenshot and share it to your favorite social media channel and tag me in it. Spread the word, tell your friends and family, and leave any comments that you wish. And I hope to see you next time on The Health Locker.